Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to Golden State of Mind, the podcast that focuses on mindset and improving your future. What's up, guys? Today, I'm going to put you guys on with a little bit of game on how to start your own clothing line. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode. And today, I'm going to break it down how I go about making clothes, merch, items for sale, how it benefits me, how it hurts me, and kind of what goes through the actual process on how we're able to make a profit from it. And you guys will be surprised at how I do it. Uh, Maybe it's a little bit different in how I'm able to make things work. But a lot of businesses, a lot of people always want to make a clothing line. Clothing lines are cool. Merch is cool. Sometimes you just want to wear stuff that's made, that you made, you rather support somebody you know, you rather support yourself, or I wear these big brands, these big names, when you could be wearing your own shit. Makes perfect sense. And if I'm going to rep somebody, if I'm going to drop money, why wouldn't it be on myself, my brand, my company, or one of my friends or somebody and support them? To me, that's what makes more sense. I'd rather put money in the pocket of somebody I know, so it helps them out, feeds their family, feeds their kids, does something for them. Versus me paying some billionaire that I will never meet and I don't even know what they look like. I don't know. Can anybody name the owner of Nike, Adidas, Under Armour, um, or any any like ginormous company like that? I don't know. But um, cool. So I'll give you a breakdown. Uh, I tattoo, been tattooing for years, uh, opened up a shop, and over time, you know, everything starts to grow. So, hey, let's make some merch for the shop. That's how we got started into this. Number one rule I would say if you're going to make any type of merch, merchandise, things for sale, stickers, pins, hats, jackets, t-shirts, whatever it is you're going to make, the number one you need is an audience. You need an audience in order to have someone buy your products. There's no purpose of you making 25 t-shirts if you have nobody to sell them to, if you have nobody to give them away to, you're losing money. So you at least need to know you have an audience and a demand that people even want to wear that stuff or even want to support you like that. If you don't have an audience, it's going to be really hard. You're going to get stuck with inventory and you're not going to be able to sell it. That's one of the biggest issues I see with so many people that try to start a clothing line. People don't make clothes if they don't have an audience. It, it pretty much just goes straight like that. Um, second biggest rule I would say is people don't buy because it looks cool or logically it's the best quality t-shirt. It's the best jacket. The zipper never messes up. These are the best UV stickers. They're weatherproof. They're rainproof. They, they'll never fall off. Whatever you stick them on. People don't care about that. People buy the story. They buy based on emotion. They buy how it makes them feel. Think of all the hype brand clothes that sells for triple price logically they're not made better they don't have better material they're not sewn and stitched better they all come from the same warehouses in china or wherever they're made 
the reason they sell for triple the price is because it's made by a certain influencer or brand or company and it makes people feel a certain type of way when they wear it when you wear a t-shirt that says guess and it's twenty dollars you feel that way when you wear a forty dollar shirt that says nike just do it you may feel more athletic you may show that you're healthy you may show that that's what you're about if you wear something that's more supreme and more louis vuitton and hype and more expensive you feel a little bit more sense of higher power you feel more important you feel stronger you feel dominant you feel above the average individual that's why people sell and buy those type of things not because of the material but because of the self-esteem that it feeds you and makes you feel so you have to sell the story on how you're able to grow your business now for us i have an audience because i tattoo i have people that support me i have people that love my work i have people that will buy every single thing i drop because they support me i also have people that will not buy anything i drop because of me at the same time so you have to be aware do they support you by just clicking the like button or are they actually going to click buy are they going to actually come by to the shop and buy from you and make an effort with everything being so easy and convenient or are they just going to buy that one time to show support because it's kind of obligated and then after that they're over with it i've experienced all that stuff and so you have to really know what your audience is and what they want in order to know if you're going to make profit or if you're going to get stuck with a bunch of clothes now for me i like i said i tattoo i have an audience and i share my story i share my struggles i share what i've been through and make i do it so people understand i'm normal i'm relatable i'm trustable and tattooing is a business that's all about trust so are you going to go to the guy that you relate more to and you like and you appreciate the hustle or are you going to go to some complete stranger you have no idea what they're about a lot of people usually go to the person that's recommended or referred if you think of any type of business you go through getting your hair cut getting your cement done getting uh your grass cut getting your car washed if it's through a person usually you're going to ask for referrals hey who did your hair it looks good hey where'd you get that from i'm trying to get that and that's how businesses are built so for me we made our first batch we made t-shirts um the process takes a long time it's not just boom 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 you have to actually have a design once you have that i usually draw you know on paper i kind of have a quick idea then it's like okay now we got to find a font what is a good font that's gonna look good on clothes usually the simpler the better uh simplicity sells the louder it is the more crazier it is it usually doesn't do as well unless it's to maybe a certain audience maybe younger people but most people just like simple plain and neutral it matches everything it goes with everything it makes sense and so we always try to keep that in mind when we're making our designs secondly you then have to vectorize it and have it like on a pdf file so you have to make it so that it's digitized and that means if just like if you were to screenshot a picture on the internet 
when you zoom into it, it starts to get pixelated and blurry. So that picture is no good. You need one that you can zoom into to adjust the sizes of it and that will not pixelate and damage it. And so you're able to then blow it up and it won't lose the resolution. From there, you have to understand the color schemes, how many layers it's going to print. And each color is a layer on the shirt. So if you have a shirt that has three different colors, they have to use three different screens and do one at a time. And so they'll print one that's white, then one that's black, and then one that's gold. And now you have a three color shirt. So each one takes time. You then have to pick material. What kind of t-shirts do I like? Do I like AAA? Do I like Gildan? Do I like whatever the brands are? You start going through all the different materials. Some shirts are smaller. Some shirts are looser. Some are tighter. Some have tighter arm sleeves. Some have, they're tall, so it's a longer fit. So when you raise your hands up, you don't see your belly button and it turns into a crop top. Some wash better so they don't shrink. And you have to, some are soft, some are thick. You have to go through so many different experiences to find what you like or more matter of fact, what your customers like. Then there's sizes, there's colors, different shirts. So we always try to keep it as neutral as possible. We always try to keep it as simple as possible. If you're starting out, a safe, simple brand is usually Gildan. It's it's affordable. It's a normal price shirt. You can get them for like 3 to $5, depending on how big of a quantity you're buying them. And that's a good start. We always try to go neutral. You know, like white tends to be hard because a lot of people get dirty. So we try to go with like gray, black, burgundy, like darker tone shirts that are very neutral. Everyone can match with them. Everyone likes them. And they sell well. Then it's figuring out the size of your audience. You should know what your audience is and what the average person is that's buying your stuff. Are they small, medium, large, extra large, 2X, 3X? Because if you buy a ton of shirts that are too big or too small, now you are, you're stuck with inventory. And now you have all these people that want a size large, but you're stuck with a bunch of mediums. And now you're not getting your sales. So that could be very difficult as well. So it's planning and organizing and being realistic about your numbers. It's always better to, I would say it would be always better to sell out than to be stuck with inventory. So once you got all that done, then you have to find a screen printer to print your stuff. Now that you have your shirts, you have your design, you get a price quote, you get all this stuff. Now you gotta find a screen printer that's going to print it and you can drop off your stuff they will print it. If you don't have the clothes, you can usually get it from them. So you can buy the shirts from them and then they'll print it for you as well. And just depending on how busy they are, how many people they have, how professional they are, whatever the case may be, it usually takes anywhere from a few weeks to maybe a month, you know, to get the turnaround to get your stuff back. So that's the buying process of how that works. It takes time. It's a lot of work, you guys. It's a lot of boxes. It's a lot of storage. It's a lot of keeping things around. If you're buying, you know, 20 shirts, 50 shirts, 100 shirts, or more, it starts to add up. So then comes the selling portion. Now that you have made the clothes, it comes to the selling part. 
So how are you going to sell it? You have to take pictures of it. They have to be high quality pictures. You need to make sure to edit them and make them look clean. They always usually sell better when someone's wearing them, which is why people usually model in their clothes. They also sell better when better looking people wear your clothes. I'm one that enjoys posting where it doesn't show the face, so it's very neutral and you can appreciate it for what it is. Um, after you're editing and taking those pictures, you then have to upload them, whether it's on a, a website, maybe a Shopify, uh, anywhere you sell it, maybe your Instagram, your TikToks, whatever you do to sell your product or have your audience, and you share it on there. Hey, check it out. You have to write a caption. I got these shirts. They're for sale. And you always want to make it look like there's a scarcity because the scarcity mindset causes people to buy immediately. Hey, limited availability while supplies last. That means they're going to run out. So I need to buy today versus I'll get it when I get it. And that is why people use those type of words to motivate people and control how people move without even knowing it. And then the easiest thing is you want them to be able to go to a website that's as easy and quick as possible and click, 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 shopping cart, done. This color, this size, here's the price, pay out. You want it as simple as possible because people don't like to click, people don't like to waste their time. We're so impatient nowadays with things like Amazon. It's like everything is automatically bought with the blink of an eye. So if you have to go through tons of tons and tons of loops and barrels and, and dives and turns to get to the product, most likely they're going to give up or lose interest and be like, you know what, this is too hard anyways, I don't want to do this, and they're going to bail out on you. So trying to make it as simple as possible to sell your product is always best. So that's some of the online part on getting it to where people can start to buy uh, having a shopping cart and then now I'm gonna go over a little bit of how I get rid of all of my product and how it benefits me this is the most important part so with me boom I do all that stuff I make the product I make the design I, I usually use references so I'll look at stuff you know that are popular brands I'll see what's their number one sellers and then I'll take that theme that style and I'll put my information into it so it says you know my shop name golden triangle and then i'll put our design our logo and mimic it or same thing like a sports team i'll put it to where it's similar to how the sports team is set up and i'll use my design and my name in the same sense so it already has a style and theme of its own that's familiar it's just different wording and so this is how we usually sell you know we we do all that stuff we take the pictures we get the product we fold everything and we put it up boom for sale right off the bat we usually have about 20 percent of it that sells instantly those are the people who support us those are the people who are fans who are passionate who who get tattooed who like every picture who leave comments who listen to the podcast they support us as individuals people they believe in our message they know what i'm about and they they're on the team just like you would if you, you were a fan of Kobe Bryant, if you were a fan of Michael Jordan, if Mike Tyson, Michael Jackson, whoever it is. If, if you're a fan of them, 
you're going to you're going to go to their shows, you're going to go to their games, you're going to buy the t-shirts, you support them because you like what they're about. That's instant, you know, 20-30% gone. So then we have the remainder. Throughout a few days, they will slowly go by and we'll get some sales here and there and then it starts to decline. So it it dies out and it fades away from the the social media aspect of selling stuff. So now if I was just a normal person, I would get stuck with my product. So it's now time to sell it physically in my shop. And by doing that, we have a, a, a spot to put our merch. So when customers come in, they're able to see it. And if they like the shop, if they support the shop, they may want to buy it. Cool. So now we sell another 20% of our shirts, 50% of our shirts. We're halfway through with one batch of t-shirts now. Then... For the remaining parts of our shirts, this is usually what I do. It's a, a process of promotion. So a lot of times I have customers that get big tattoos for me. A lot of the tattoos I do are half sleeves, full sleeves, legs, backs, things like that. They're spending thousands and thousands of dollars. It's expensive. So if someone's willing to spend thousands of dollars with me, what's a $7 t-shirt as a thank you note to them? $20 t-shirt you know uh, that I sell to them to me it's nothing and a lot of times they're gonna tip me anyways if it's one percent ten percent you know I'm gonna get a hundred dollars or a couple hundred dollars from the tips over the period of times that I tattoo them four five six sessions so that's my way of saying thank you is by giving them a, a t-shirt or a hat or something that we have that's available at the time and I'm indirectly selling it to them because I would have gotten that money anyways. It would have been free money for me, whether the money I worked for or the tips that they gave me as free money saying thank you. I appreciate it regardless. But just like anyone, if, if someone's going to do you a favor, as humans, we always like to do the same favor back because it just makes us feel equal. It doesn't make us feel like we owe you. And so if they're going to tip me it's only right I feel like I give them something back in return as a thank you. And it's kind of like a restaurant when you get like a free dessert or, you know, like at a Chinese restaurant, you get a fortune cookie. Some places they'll give you a free appetizer like to start your, your night out, you know, so you're happy. It's all part of the process of them saying thank you. And it's like you pay for it already. So that's my way of saying thank you and sharing it with them. But here's how it pays me because I'm not making money on the front end. I then get paid on the back end because now that I have a customer that just got this tattoo, they're extremely happy, it's something they're going to take pictures of, they're going to show off, people are all going to see. At the same time, they now got a t-shirt or a hat that says our shop name, Golden Triangle. Everywhere they go, Golden Triangle. Where's that? Oh, I saw that before. Oh, that looks familiar. I like the design. And then, a matter of fact, they run into somebody that also has a Golden Triangle shirt. What's going to happen? they're going to connect with one another and be like hey you get tattooed from steve or someone at the shop i go to that shop too now you have someone in your tribe that you connect with and you're out and just out eating at a restaurant you're out at the mall you cross paths with somebody especially if you're in the same city or within the same area you know 20 30 miles you're now building a community with your brand and people that support you so people will see it people will talk people will recognize it 
and it starts to build in your subconscious to where now it's like, dude, I don't know how many times I've heard people come into the shop and say, I saw your shirt and I told them I like your shirt. And then someone said, oh, that's my tattoo artist. And they gave them my information. And next thing you know, boom, they're in my chair spending a couple thousand dollars getting tattooed. And then the same thing goes, man, uh, I asked about like, I saw someone come into my restaurant. I liked his tattoo. And they were like, oh, this guy named Steven Upland, his golden triangle. Boom, it burned into their brain. Then the next thing you know, he's at the bank and some guy in front of him is wearing a a shirt and on the back it says golden triangle. Boom. That's the second time he saw it. It must be a sign. Then boom. Third time he's online scrolling through someone he knows and there's a group picture and someone in the group picture is wearing a hat that says golden triangle. He's like, dude, it's a sign. I see this everywhere. I'm going to get it. And that's just human nature. What we see over and over and over again we become attracted to that's why you see mcdonald's signs on buses on benches in the bathrooms on walls on billboards mcdonald's is one of the most successful fast food restaurants of all time they don't even need to do marketing it sells itself now but they still spend so much money on billboards and posters and commercials and ads that they keep dominating it because they know the more you see it the next time you're like hmm i'm hungry what can i get you're gonna think oh let me go to mcdonald's and that's how they end up capturing you psychologically and emotionally so that you go and eat and so the same thing with us even though i'm spending money up front you know a couple thousand dollars to print these shirts all the ones we sell basically let us break even so we're not getting a huge profit out of it And then now I'm giving away some of the remaining ones to my customers. I'm not making profit out of it. So I'm doing this extra work to not make any profit. So a lot of people would say that's dumb. That's a waste of time. I'm not going to do that. It's too much work. But I'm building a long-term brand. And I'm building awareness. I'm promoting. And that's something people don't realize because I now have people wearing my gear i now have people recognizing our shop name i now have people posting pictures not only of their tattoos but of our shop and so the more you see it the more you become familiar with it or you want it and that's how we're able to make more money whether it's from them buying our clothes or if it's them from coming to our shop and spending money to get tattooed and that's the goal is to stay in business is to have customers you guys and so as great as as it is to you know make a couple hundred dollars maybe a couple thousand dollars profit from selling our our clothes every drop the real profit is people tagging us talking to people wearing it people recognizing it and that's one of the best feelings that you know money can't buy is when you you know you make this clothes and stuff like that and somebody says a story where they're like dude crazy i won't believe what happened i was in las vegas and i saw somebody wearing that sweater the exact same sweater that i have and i went up to them and said what's up because i knew that they got tattooed from you or hearing stories like that are the ones that mean the most because it shows that you're building awareness and people that don't even know me will know the shop now because it's it's grown past me and that's the goal So 
Think of ways you're able to do that to promote your gear, to promote your clothes, your product, your merch, or whatever it is that you sell. How can it help you, not just up front with making money, but also to promote your business and your brand on the back end? Every business is different. Everyone operates different. And there's always different ways of making things work. So find what works for you. Trial and error experiment some some designs go crazy some designs are slow it all varies different seasons different colors what's trending what's not trending sizes it's it's crazy so you always got to be constantly learning and paying attention and it's a whole whole business on its own so if you're thinking about starting it you guys i always say start small Pay attention to what's popular, what's trending, and just kind of, you pretty much got to ride the waves. Ride the waves and see what works for you guys. Keep it simple. Keep it neutral until you know what's realistic. And then from there, you could start to grow and expand and do promotions and all kinds of stuff. But that's a quick little breakdown of how we operate and how we sell our clothes. And if you decide to, I wish you guys nothing but the best. Good luck on your ventures and continue to grow you guys that's all for today i'll see you next time